Hi, welcome to the latest episode of Mistress Mia's Dungeon. I'm your hostess, Mistress Mia, mm. and you know my bestie, my sidekick, Master John Lord Balladry Hotcakes. Yay, me! Woo! That one was a little aggressive. Very. I never know what's going to come out until it happens, and then I'm just. It's kind of like your. Right here on the show. It's kind of like your shits, yeah. you know? <laughs> Sometimes you think it's a fart, and sometimes it's not. It's not. And, and then, then you have you to critique it. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, hmm, I wonder if I have colon cancer. Well, <laughs> well you're at work, walking around in your khaki brown pants and shit stain in the back. Oh, my God. <laughs> you need are like, oh, my God, he must have just left Mistress Mia's. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, you need one of Matt's diapers. <laughs> Did it have baby pink dinosaurs on it? <laughs> he had some cute little diapers on. I need dinosaurs on mine. I can pretend they're dragons. I bet you. <laughs> <laughs> Roar. Roar. Get that. <laughs> Burning my ass. I blew fire in there. It wasn't shit. It was fire. Feels like fire. <laughs> I wow. ate too many tacos. Well, yeah. are you ready for this weekend? Oh, fuck yeah. 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 I'm ready yeah. for this weekend. John's going to have some fun, fun Fun, fun time. By the time y'all listen to it, it's going to be last weekend, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll get to hear all about it next week. We're going week. to our friend's dungeon. Yeah. I'm going to see some people I haven't seen in a long time. Girls flying in from New York um, to see her girlfriend that lives yeah. over there. And we're already starting to set some things up. It's going to be a good time. I bet I, that latex model shows up. God, I hope so. Yeah. I bet she will. If I message her, she will. I bet she, she will. She told me last time she was, she was sad that she didn't know I was coming and we didn't set anything up. I was like, oh. Oh, do that again. No, you better be calling her. Shit. Shh, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a few people I need to be calling before I get over there. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. So, speaking of calling, Stephen gave me his number. Oh, you called him? No, I did not call him because okay. I have not read any emails yet today. I was waiting for you to get you home so we can. So this is blind react. This is blind reaction. Oh my god! Well, you know, I'm to our listeners, react, but you usually know what's happening. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> so to our listeners, you all have heard about Stephen, and Stephen actually wrote me a little email yesterday that I read and I screenshot it to John because I thought. Oh, my God, this is funny, and it's sweet, and it's kind of like a mix of things. But he said, I'm so jealous of John because he gets to spend time with you anytime he wants. And I'm like, wow. If you only knew. If you only knew, Stephen. such a bitch. See, he always says, (laughs) she's such a bitch. (laughs) But he knows better. It's pretty cool to have, you know, you as a best friend with a dungeon and yeah. We hang out here all the time. We do. We get to have dinner together. My we get room to record. has a cross in it. With yes. You're welcome. Yes. With black lights against a white furry wall. It's fucking amazing. Yes. Just smash the face against the furry wall, <laughs> rub it in, push the titties against it, and put them on the cross and beat the shit out of them. You know, that I put, is a good time. I put the furry wall up for, for, my, for my niece. Oh. Yeah. And for me. But I knew at some point you'd be back with me. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we, like the step, come back. the step siblings, <laughs> step brothers. You know, yeah, but that's why I put the cross up because yeah. I knew you'd enjoy it. I do enjoy it. <laughs> I haven't used it yet. Oh, you're gonna get to. It's been a year. I still haven't used it. You're gonna get to. Yeah, which is odd considering who I've been taking in there. I know. I you use think. that motherfucker every night. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, John. And we're going to use it at the next party. I'm going to find somebody to bring up there. Oh, fuck yeah. I mean, I'll be like, somebody's coming up there. 
Absolutely. I showed it off last time, but wasn't really, wasn't a lot going on. But yeah. this time, you just wait. Okay. We're waiting. <laughs> <laughs> Hold your breath. Maybe you'll die. <laughs> so the cross, you can actually see the video. I just posted it today on uh, TikTok. They took it down, as always. But apparently they didn't like the woman's nude back. Um, but it's on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And it's on on Mistress Mia's dungeon uh, link. I'll send that. I'll post that on there. Yeah, but this it's is from cool. the last party. Yeah, it was from the last party. It was clips of that. And it was cute. It was cool little pictures and snapshots. Yeah, she likes taking pictures of me and showing I do. them off to her friends. Yeah, it's, it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> but anywho, so Stephen is jealous of you that you get to spend so much time with me. It's a great life. Yeah. <laughs> John's lying again. Chase your dogs around and catch him and bring him back in the house. <laughs> so much fun. Okay. No, it's 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 not that bad. Shut up, John. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, so Stephen wrote me this email. I have not read it yet. He said, I listened to the podcast today and wow, I don't know really what to say. I've been to the Al Anon meetings. I've been to Alateen. I've been to Children of Alcoholics and I've been to AA meetings. I've been to trauma therapists. I've been to sex therapists. They all said that I am a complex case. The reason why I've been through so many therapists is because I've been going to counselors and therapists since I was 11 or 12 years old. A therapist would tell me that I was too complex for their services. They would send me to a specialized therapist who would see me for a few times and then send me for some tests and then tell me what I needed to see. And then they would tell me I needed to see a neurologist. I've had all kinds of tests done. I've seen so many people and I've been on so many different drugs. They work for a while and then they would adjust the dosages and they're still trying new medications on me. At this point in my life, I'm just coping the best I can. You had said something on your podcast about my fantasies being an obsession. Yes, they are. But I don't consider them dangerous. I just want to experience a session with the dominatrix. I don't want to eat shit or drink blood. I don't want to surrender to her. and, and to pl- I just want to surrender to her and please her. I'm not running away from my issues. I'm embracing them. I know that I will never be a 24-7 sub. I know I will never be abducted and held for ransom. It doesn't stop me from fantasizing about them. You said having a dom session might not be the best thing for me. I guess that's why you don't respond to my messages about a session with you. I understand I don't want to make you uncomfortable. You're the only real dom that has talked to me. I do feel connected to you. If you want me to leave you alone, I will. I had no bad intentions. I cherish the texts from you. I cherish listening to your podcasts. I didn't mean to make you uneasy. I'm sorry if I did. Would it be possible for me to call you tomorrow? And then, of course, he posts his number. In case you see the number and think, who the hell's calling me? Thank you, Mia. Thank you so much. Okay, so it makes me want to post this episode tomorrow, (laughs) but I will say, you know, when he was talking about me doing sessions with him or a a session, it was more or less in a a cavalier sense, like, oh, I'd love to have a session with you, oh, da-da-da-da-da, and, you know, I don't recall that we said he shouldn't have like a session. I was like, he shouldn't be so consumed in running away from 
his responsibilities in right. life and, you know, bettering himself for that reason. But I don't have a problem giving him a session or two or three. It doesn't matter. I even said to him, you know, if he wanted to come here, um, you know, if he was ever able to get on vacation or whatever. I mean, we are like 12, 13 hours apart from each other. Yeah, it's a big, it's a big it, leap. Yeah, it's a big leap, you know. But I'm cool with that. It doesn't make me uneasy. I, I don't feel that way in right. any – I mean, do you feel like was – No, and I, when we were talking about it on the episode, I did feel – at one point that he's probably going to take this the wrong way because we weren't being critical of him. Yeah. But we were being critical of <coughs> situations that people get themselves into. Yeah. We don't, we don't know enough about him. No, to not make at all. any assessment about him. And we, we were asking questions. Have you done these things? It wasn't, it was no judgment. Yeah. And I, and I felt at one point like, okay, he being on the other end and listening to this, he may take it like we were, not on his side on this one. Okay. So, and you can hear that in his response too. Okay. He, he, he's like, well, if you want me to leave you alone, you know, well, he started backpedaling a little bit. Yeah. And, and you know. He is very submissive. He is. And the thing of it is, for him to say that I don't respond, that's not the case. I I wrote back to him today on FetLife. And, um, but you know, he reaches out email through my email, from, through Gmail he reaches out on Discord. He reaches out on FetLife. So we haven't had like a solid one-way, you know, just one form of communication other than at the very beginning. And I'm fine with emailing, you know, whichever route we're going to take. But I'm not always on Fet. I I work 10 hours a day, whether it be, you know, taking care of my mother, the podcast, you know, uh, working in the dungeon, doing whatever it is that I'm doing you know, preparing for this next party that's in, you know, three weeks. Right. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm already making, you know, the, the lists that have to be done. I have to, you know, we have to uh, get a fence repaired. There's so many things that we have to do that, you know, it is me that has to have everything ready. Right. It falls on my shoulders because it's a reflection of me. You know, I can't depend on, you or my husband or everybody, you know, 24 seven, because you all have your own life. We go to work too. You do, you know, you have other responsibilities yourself. So I can't necessarily respond, you know, as casually and as leisurely as Stephen might get to, unfortunately. And he's, he's reaching out three different platforms, platforms, right? So in my relationship that I had, when I reached out on a different platform, we'd be texting and then I'd go to WhatsApp or something. Yeah. It's because it was a separate conversation. This is me letting you know, hey, this is a side conversation apart from the one we're having over here. Yeah. Because you're not face-to-face. No. So now I can have two lines of conversation with the same <coughs> person, but they're not. So to me, if you're going through a different one, this yeah. is a different conversation now. Yeah. And this is how I separate that so you know that. I'm asking you something different. Absolutely. So it can get a little bit confusing. If it's Very not, much so. If, if you want to have a steady conversation, pick a platform and, and stick with it. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. And like I said, FET isn't always the answer. I FET's mean, hard because you it might is. get an email saying you got a notification. You might not. Yeah, exactly. You, you don't know unless you're constantly checking it. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, I, again, Steve and I will apologize. I really... Again, I don't have a problem doing any type of session with anyone for that matter. Um, you know, I, I offered it at the very beginning of our conversations. But like John said, 
we only know what you're telling us. We don't know the full story. Well, you we know? get more details as we go. Yeah, exactly. It's like we're learning, you know, about you, you know, and, and right. there's 54 years to learn. Right. So I, our responses are in general. Exactly. Not, not directed towards you personally. I mean, Specific about everything. We no. want to help you, but this is, you know, we want to help people that are listening. This is a generalization. Exactly. Exactly. So don't take it too critically. We're not we're not being no. up at all. No, not at all. Yeah. But not we want to be honest about it. Yes. And you know, I mean, the fact of it is <laughs> you know, in life we we don't look at all that we've accomplished behind us. We don't look at the mountains we've climbed. Right. You we know, just look at the cliff in front of us. Exactly. And then we look at the molehills, you right. know, that are in front of us rather than how they turn into mountains. And we still don't acknowledge how much we have accomplished at this point. You know, Stephen, you have bipolar disorder and the fact that you maintain a job, you maintain a household, and you've managed to raise two children. That says a whole hell of a lot because... That's, that's great. It's great. It's difficult to have a life of any type of normalcy when you have a mental health disorder, period. And when you grew up the way you did and having to deal with an abusive, destructive father. Right. So he's definitely got PTSD. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you've dealt with a lot. And so for you to reach out to us and, you know, I I can only thank you enough that you're letting us into your life on some been, level. He's been very honest and vulnerable about it. As absolutely. Well. So I do see ways taking accountability for things. Absolutely. Yeah. So a lot of people just pretend like stuff's not happening. He's talking about it. Hundred percent. That's he's right. He is facing his his issues. Hundred percent. But what we responded to was him saying, "Well, I want to leave my wife, and I want to leave this to go do yeah. this one thing." So that's what we responded to. Yes. But yeah, we do see you, Stephen. We see you trying. So, I will say this too, in in the conversation or in this last email too, an abduction scene. I've done those. Oh, we could totally make that happen. That, yeah, we could totally. We're, I mean, we, there's no need to get ransom. <laughs> we'll just we'll just you know, put you somewhere and, you know, chain you down to the floor. We'll call and... some of our friends. You don't know who they are. They're coming yeah. get you. Kidnap you. We'll call your wife and say, hey, <laughs> million dollars. <laughs> Otherwise, we're going to torture him for the rest of his life. He's going to be our 24-7 slave. <laughs> it's a win-win. Either we get a million dollars or we get a slave. Right? And he gets to be a slave. John's got an idea. <laughs> <laughs> but. I guarantee they don't have a million dollars. You're welcome, Stephen. <laughs> right? <laughs> Oh, goodness. You, too, can live in the dungeon. Yeah. As the slave. Exactly. Right. we got a nice chain bolted to the floor. We, we do. His neck. We do. It'd be great. All right. John's got a great idea. I always have great ideas. You do. So tonight, or this, this morning, when you all listen to this, <laughs> we're going to talk about how to be kinkier. You know? Yeah. I mean, for a lot of people that have written in. Kinkier than we are already? Yeah. For a lot of people that have written in, to a lot of people that listen to our show, the simple fact is it's hard to to expand to be kinkier sometimes when you're not really, you know, trained or you're not really used to the scenarios, you know? Right. So how do you learn about new scenarios? Yeah. You listen you, to our podcast. You listen to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you get media. You get books. Yeah. And movies and 
videos online and <laughs> porn and podcasts and you learn all the, the crazy fucking shit that's out there. Cause it's yeah, great. 100%. I didn't know half this shit when I started. I knew about electricity. I knew about fire. I knew. Yeah. I didn't know anything about how to do it. Yeah. I, I've learned all kinds of things I didn't know about. <laughs> I didn't know breeding was a kink. Mm-hmm. I like I liked making babies though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't so, lie. You just wanted that breast milk, John. I just wanted that pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to come. God. I always want to come. It never happens, but I want it. So, ladies, if you can make me come, come bring it on. <laughs> I need to come. Okay. So expose yourself, John. <laughs> expose yourself to. Books, porn, podcasts, other sources. Okay, so... You like exposing yourself. I do like exposing myself Mm -hmm. to porn. I I look at porn and I expose myself. Yes, you do. To many people. (laughs) As I watch porn and play with my my thing. Your dicky. My little dicky. His name's Little John. (laughs) And the East Side Boys. (laughs) (laughs) And he will beat a motherfucker up. He will break a pussy. Yeah. And a mouth and an ass. And pick them off. It's great. I like little John. He's awesome. So He's my friend. <laughs> so, John, are you going to open up? Are you going to open up your pussy when you're talking about? No. But I'll open up my ass. I get pegged. You know what? Because that's fucking kinky. And I learned about it on this podcast, so I went and did it. Yeah. Y'all. All right. So, don't be afraid to open up to your partner. Right. So we've talked about this so many times. We have. If you can't talk to your partner, okay. The point in having a partner is have somebody that you can talk to. Yeah. You you can do things with and you can help enjoy life with and go on adventures and do all these things. But if you don't tell your partner what the adventure is that you want to go on, guess what you're not doing? Ever. Yeah. You're exposing yourself to porn, but you're (laughs) never going on the adventure. Yeah, exactly. You're not really doing it. If they don't like it, that's okay. They're going to have fantasies that you don't like. So true. But talk about it. So true. And you know what? They might be okay with you going and seeing a dominatrix and making it happen. Indeed. It happens all the time. Indeed. But when that happens, you have to be willing to allow them to find explore too. Their, let them explore too. Yeah. It goes both ways. It does. You can't. You can't. Okay. You cannot expect your partner to do something for you or to give you some leeway in what you want to explore if you're not willing to do the same thing. It just doesn't work that way. It doesn't work. you got to be willing to do it, too. Agreed. All right. Yes. Um, it says here, BDSM, for example, was a fantasy for over 90% of men and women each, and over two-thirds of men and women had fantasies about taboo sex. 90%, guys. Yeah. So that means your partner is thinking it, too. There's only 10% of the whole world that's not thinking it. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Well, yeah, because We are the normal ones. Exactly. That's what we've been trying to say. That's when, you know, Fifty Shades of Grey comes out, and it's such a huge thing because people want more of it so they can learn about it, you know, and actually act on it. Yeah. It says only 15% of people that reported back said they got a negative response from their partner when expressing their fantasies. Hmm. So, listen, you're just sitting there not telling her for no reason. She's going to like it. Yeah. And she's going to tell you some of hers. Yeah. And there's going to be things that you can't do for her. It's You probably can't give her a a five black cock 
gangbang. <laughs> Probably can't do that. You can set it up at a hotel. You can set it up. <laughs> and she probably can't give you a reverse gangbang with five hot blondes sucking your dick, riding it. You might have to pay them, but you know, yeah, it's going to happen. The guys are coming for you. You have to pay the girls. <laughs> That's just the way it works. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. I've, I've been trying to get around it. It's not happening for me either. We're going to start sh- sh- shooting some porn. We're going to pay the girls to come in. Exactly. Gonna, it's going to happen. <laughs> So, are you afraid to push your boundaries, John? Um, there's some boundaries that I don't want to push. Sure. Those are the hard limits. Yeah. But the soft limits, you know, I've, I've pushed the boundaries the last year. Well, the last several years, but this last yeah. year, I've pushed a lot. Yeah. And it's been fun. Yeah, exactly. And if I don't like something, I don't like it. If I do like something, I usually really fucking like it. And we get to do that. And it's really the biggest thing is getting yourself comfortable and making sure you're comfortable during and, you know, they're following. So you're not pushing yourself to the point where you're getting really ahead in the game. Right. Don't get over excited <clears throat> about it. Take yeah. your time. Go slow. Learn about it. Do it right. Yeah. Don't just start shoving shit up your ass because you're not going to like it and you'll never do it again. Yeah. There Go was slow. A, put a lot of lube. and let, Enjoy the feeling. There was a couple that they were playing. They were doing some, you know, flogging and impact and that kind of thing. And, you know, he kept wanting to push, push, push to go further on himself. And she was like, "Eh, should I, should I not? And ultimately he pushed himself too far. And then, you know, his back was on fire. He was exhausted. He was having bad sub drop, you know. Mm -hmm. And I've had that experience with, with a lot of my partners. They want to keep going, and I've, I've had to say, I know you do. I know you want to keep going, but your body can't. Because yeah. when they're in that mental state, they can't feel everything. Not at all. So you have to be responsible for that person, and you have to tell them no. And they, they might get upset. I've had a partner get upset. I'm like, I know, but we're going to get there. Because the minute you push too far, it's all over. The trust is broken. They don't want to do it anymore. You take it slow and you just build each time, create that safe space for your partner. You can push, but you just got to, got to be responsible about it. Yeah. You know, it's so many times guys come in and they're just like, you know, my wife, I wish she would be more into this and da, 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 da. But it's like, you know, buy your wife a surprise toy, Mm -hmm. you know, start off small, you know, get her a little outfit to make her feel sexy. You know, the more you compliment a woman, the more you romance her, you know, she's going to reciprocate. Is she not? Yeah. You know? Men do the same thing. Listen, ladies, if men will react to what you're, the vibe you're giving them to. Yeah. You know, if, you, if you're stuck in a rut and both of you are just like, what's going on? Maybe you, maybe you step out of your comfort zone and treat her differently. Treat her nicely. Yeah. And see what happens. You know, give her time. It's not going to happen in one day. But start changing the way you look at her and the way you treat her. She's going to reciprocate that for sure. Yeah. In the bedroom and out. Yeah. You know, I was talking to uh, someone the other day and she was telling me, she's like, yeah, you know, my husband watches me, you know, having gangbangs or gets involved with other men and that kind of thing. And, you know, he's not happy because he can't find all these women to get involved you know, but it's like, I told right, her, he I'm like, yeah, he feels left out. But here's the thing. <clears throat> a woman wants to be romanced in some form or fashion, even if she's a swinger, 
it's going to be harder to find a woman. You have to, you know, put yourself out there and... Right. You can't just go walk out at a party and say, yeah. hey, I need five girls to come fuck me. Yeah. You can go out to a party and say, hey, I need five guys to fuck me, and you'll have 50 line up. Oh, my God, yeah. They don't care. They don't. But women, they're not going to be like that. You no. Have to, you have to... Finesse it. You have to woo them. Exactly. To talk them up. You gotta exactly. Put, put fire on them. You got to do something to get their attention, <laughs> get them excited. And, you know... So he was a little argumentative, you know, mm -hmm. he was just like, yeah, you know, you came with all these dudes and I've watched you do this, this and this, but I don't get to have my fun either. You know, and it's like, God, I've heard okay. this story so many times. You hear that story so many times and you yeah. know what the problem is? Tell us, John. He just did it. He started being a whiny little bitch. Yeah. Instead of going out there and keep going and trying to have a positive attitude. Exactly. Have a positive energy about yourself. I'm... I don't like this anymore. This party sucks. Well, it does now. It does yeah. for you, buddy. Exactly. Because you just put on that negative Nancy bullshit yeah. that nobody wants to be around. Yeah. You remember that party we had about last year or two? A year or two ago. Anyway, this woman was so pissed because nobody would fuck her that she actually got pissed off and she's like, this party's bullshit. I can't find anybody to fuck. And I was like... Well, it, it might have something to do with your manly uh, persona and your fucking aggression. Like you're going right. to rape somebody. And bullshit attitude. <laughs> and your bullshit attitude. Stop scaring people. <laughs> so point being is attitude is everything. Right. Yeah. So going back to the safe space that we're creating for our partners. Yes, John. My last partner, that was a big deal for me, was creating the space that where she felt like we could do these things. Yeah. Because... A lot of times we'll get a partner, especially in a new relationship, and they just feel vulnerable and they don't. It's difficult. So you have to create this space where they know, when I walk into this dungeon with you, you're going to take care of me. Yeah. You're not going to push too hard. You're going you're gonna to be able to be in control of what's happening. And once you can make that happen, we can push farther and further. And we did. We pushed a lot. Um, but the scene that she wanted when we first met wasn't possible it was. It was possible. We could have done it. Yeah. And I would have never seen her again. Mm -hmm. Because she would have got what she wanted, but it would have been so intense and no way for her. I wouldn't have been able to give her the aftercare she needed. Yeah. Because all the shit I just did to her, she wouldn't trust me to give her the aftercare. Because we don't, we didn't build that bond and that relationship yeah. beforehand. So you have to... I know it's, it's exciting to go in and just say, I want this. Yeah. But you gotta you got to take time to build that. 100%. Whatever it is, you have to build it up. <clears throat> and then it talks about avoiding obsession. So we've created the safe space. You can't be obsessed with the end goal. Oh, my God, yeah. Enjoy the journey. Absolutely. All you, I just want these five girls. I just want these five girls. I just want these five girls. Got to get my nut. But I'm you're missing my nut. this girl over here that <clears throat> you could have been with. And then, oh, my God, there's another girl over here you could be with. Now you have these two girls that do like you and you've played with. Yeah. It's not going to happen at the first night unless you come into an orgy party and everybody says okay let's all fuck yeah. which doesn't happen very often I've been to all these parties there's a few maybe five or six people but they don't invite everybody in they usually know each other they've been around and seen each other before yeah they don't just walk in and start fucking strangers they don't know anything about because there's diseases yeah you don't know what this guy's gonna do to you you don't know what this guy's gonna do to your wife or your, your husband like you, you you want to feel safe in that environment as well. So 
Don't be so worried about, I need this gangbang, or I need to be kidnapped, or I need... Enjoy the journey. Have fun. Build those relationships. It'll happen. I've been coming to these parties. I've been hosting these parties with you. I haven't got a gangbang yet. I'm not mad about it. Because I've had a fucking good time getting there. I'm a lot of girls. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, I didn't, I didn't play with anybody at the last party. I lit some girls on fire. I rubbed their back with oil and candles. I got, yeah. I got to look at them naked. I flogged a girl a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, you know, I wasn't upset. I wasn't looking for anything. And that's the thing, I think, is people come in looking for something with a high expectation. Oh, yeah. The parties, to a session, whatever it is, you have to come in with expectations and then you can't enjoy what's actually happening because, oh my God, this thing, one thing that I'm obsessing about didn't happen. Agreed. So. Agreed. And that's just really selfishness is what it boils down to. Yeah. yeah. You know. So. <clears throat> so, are we kinkier now? I would we think so. We talked about it. We made a safe space to learn and grow and push. <laughs> and then... We enjoyed what was happening. We and did. Like, oh my God. I actually like this other thing that we're doing right now that's getting us to the bigger goal. I like getting pegged. Let's do that some more. <laughs> <laughs> so crazy. Yeah. yeah. You might even find out you like licking ass. Maybe. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I learned that a long time ago. I was going to say, I, I think you knew ago. that a long time ago. Yeah, I learned that. <laughs> I like licking ass. Because I'm a kinky motherfucker. Exactly. You know, and we talked about it. It's like, hey, would it be okay if I do this? She's like, I don't know. I was like, well, let me try and tell me how you feel. And we did. And she fucking loved it. She's like, oh, my God. I'm like, oh, does it feel good? She's like, yeah. I was like, well, I want to feel too. If it feels good for you, I want to see what it feels like. Oh, my God. I like getting my ass licked. That's how that goes. You talk about it. and You go slow and you work it out together. Talk to each other. Yeah. That's the only way I know how to say it. I know. We, we, we preach this all the time. We do. <laughs> that was real life. That's what happened. Real life, 100%. And then we started doing some butt stuff. Exactly. It was great. And then we got the, the water pick in the bathtub. I said, hey, see if this feels good. And we started trying some things out. Yeah. It doesn't have to be, hey, I want to get kidnapped and you cut my arm off. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's get a flogger and try this thing. I heard it feels like a massage. And try it out. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway. What do you know? Nothing. I don't know anything. <laughs> I don't know how to be kinky. <laughs> yeah, you know, Tony and I, I will say this before we go. He wrote me a really nice email today as well. And he told me, you know, how much he did for his wife this past weekend. Yeah. He's He sounds like a great, attentive husband. Yeah. And that's why I still believe firmly that if he told her on some level of truth, you know, how things began and how things go with how he is, you know, what porn he watches and what he does, where he feels, you know, sexually unfulfilled. I think she'd be more than receptive, you know. Listen, talk to her. Only 15% of people get upset about it. That's it. That means 85% of them don't. That's it. They accept it. It's okay. And if yeah. you have a partner that doesn't, maybe you're not compatible. I don't know. I don't know your situation. Yeah. But if you don't have the conversation, you'll never, never know. Never. It'll never happen. Yeah. And more than likely, you were drawn to a person 
because they're probably kinkier than you think. Everybody's a little kinky. They are. Not everybody. There's 15%. (laughs) Listen, oral sex is kinky. Oh, yeah. Dicks aren't supposed to go in mouths. Yeah. Pussies aren't supposed to squirt in your face. But they do. But it does. It's fucking awesome. Exactly. Do that for me. (laughs) All right. All right, John. Okay. Until next time, make all your, I could be a little bit kinkier, fantasies become realities.